Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. And we are the parents of four kids under the age of six. We know that parenting can be tough, but it's also the most important thing we have ever done. Each week, we'll share stories from our family and discuss what we're learning as we parent in real life. And hopefully, we can learn something from each other along the way. So join us once a week as we laugh about the highs and lows of parenting. Hello and welcome to episode 19, part 2 of How to Live Frugally. So, last time (laughs) took longer than we thought, so let's dive right into it. Alexis has a sad real-life parenting moment. Oh, yes, sad. So, um, Jack and I are injury twinners. So, yesterday we were outside and let me tell you, it was felt like 31 degrees, but the sun was shining and my kids thought, oh, it must be warm, so we went outside. We last about a half hour because it was cold. And uh, cute little Jack, I put him in his jacket and his little hat, and he is still learning that you can't just walk off steps. And so he was walking down the grass and just walked straight off the curb and just completely face-dived right into the ground. And there was some snow there still, and the poor kid, he just, like, laid there, and he didn't get up. And so I went over, I'm like, oh, and he wasn't crying, so I'm like, oh, he must not have been hurt that bad, so I pick him up, and the tip of his nose was all scratched and bleeding, it was so sad. I'm like, oh, poor little kid, and then, you know, the next day it always looks worse, he has this bright red nose with scratches. Mm-hmm. But then we were coloring, I was coloring with the girls, and Jack was getting frustrated that he couldn't color too, and he starts throwing things at me. Um, like a marker, and then he takes the marker container, which is made of plastic, and he hits me in the face with it, and just, there's a big gash in my nose now, and so I was like, no, because you know, that's going to look really cute with this huge scab on my face, so we're twinners, because we both have scab noses, mm-hmm. but his was an accident, and he did it to perp- on purpose to me, and I was not happy about that. What goes around, comes around. Shouldn't let him fall. <laughs> I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was walking off the curb by himself. All right. So let's get back into frugal living because we love it. We do love it. We do. We really do. And after, you know, Alan has a job lined up, then we will be done with school very soon. And we'll be making <laughs> some real money. We still want to live frugally. And we still want to um, make sure that we're not spending more we want to be able to save and we still want to teach our children how important that is Mm -hmm. so this is something that we definitely want to carry throughout the rest of our lives yeah i think compared to my coworkers and our friends up there that are in similar financial situations we will feel like we're living at you know a lower level in some ways just because we are so frugal that i'm sure i'm not sure but i know we're going to be putting a lot of money towards savings and paying off loans and things like that really aggressively mm-hmm. where others won't so we we want that to be who we are and how we do you know i think one secret to frugal living is you get used to whatever you're doing and so if you can just get in a frugal habit and then stay there it becomes the normal and then really hesitate to ever lift your standard of living Be really careful to be like, oh, well, let's just get that fancy thing this once because then you want it every time. Mm -hmm. Once you've had first class on the airplane, it's really hard to go back to economy and everything in life's that way. If you go to the fancy restaurant rather than like Olive Garden, it's hard to go back to Olive Garden. So don't 
Don't ratchet up that standard of living too quick. Get in a place where you're comfortable. You don't need to like beat yourself up. Um, but get in a place where you're comfortable and then, you know, be careful when you're going up because it's hard to come back down. Mm-hmm, definitely. So our first habit um, that we want to share with you today is to do cheap dates. And yeah. I think we've kind of mentioned this we a little bit before. Lot. Yeah. And so some of the things that uh, you can do are, you know, just rent a movie and stay home or go on a walk or go to museums. They're usually cheap or free. Um, you can eat locally, like at a food truck or, as Alan mentioned, like cheaper restaurants. Um, get ice cream. You know, you don't have to do the big fancy dinner and the movie or a big show or play. Like, I think those are fun things to do every once in a while. But if you're going to go on dates consistently, then stick to some of the cheaper stuff. Yeah. And for us, and for you probably, if you have kids, the most expensive part about a date is the babysitter, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even if you just walk around the block, it's going to cost you 20 bucks for the babysitter. And so be smart with how much you date. We, like we said, we do a lot of stay-at-home dates. And that's not as good as going somewhere, but it's better than nothing, right? Like, you can still develop your relationship and keep keep the love alive um, without spending any money. So, for us, that's all we can afford a lot of the time. So, when we do go out, we try and be frugal, but most of the time it's just not going out. The second thing is taking advantage of free community events. And Alexis, this might be her best frugal living thing. She does not live like she's living frugal because she does so many of these things. Yeah, you'll be surprised how many free things that the community provides or discounted things. And you just got to look for them because they're not always publicized. You're not always going to see posters or whatever. So start looking at websites. Look at your community website. um, Look at your kids' schools' websites. Um, parks and rec, wherever you live, uh, they're going to have events and find the things that are cheap or free, especially in the summer. There's always, you know, summer movies, you know, there's farmer's markets that you can go to. There's a lot of activities going on that are fun and that are free. Mm -hmm. Also read together. That's a really good activity in so many ways. Um, that we've talked about before and we'll probably talk about again, but reading with your kids is super important for them and for, you, it's great, um, one-on-one time potentially, and the library is free, right? You don't need to buy books like the stinking book fair. I'm still a little worked up about it. <laughs> you can just go to the library, and they give you all the books you want for free. It's amazing. So go to the library a lot. Kids love them, and, but libraries nowadays are nuts, right? Like my, my only beef with the library now is that they're kind of like book fairs and that they have more than books. There's like... You, at our library, you can get a bag that has some toy related to the three books inside. I'm just like, just give us the books. So all the kids <laughs> want is the toy. But anyways, libraries are awesome. Yeah, usually your library, um, most libraries have like kids classes in the morning so you can take your younger kids. Yep. And so that provides another way of um, free entertainment. And um, they also have movies. So sometimes we'll check out movies out from the library and they're free. And yep. you get them for a week. Yeah. Eat that, Redbox. You can also um, find books, used books at garage sales. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will be selling their old kids' books, and even if there's a few scribbles on them here or there, but they're usually dirt cheap. So it's a fun way to build your library, and you can find some really great books when you go to garage sales. Yep. 
Now, the rest of these are things that we've just found and been huge money savers for us. The first one is cutting cable. So cable is one of those things that if you never have it, you never miss it. But once you've had it, it's hard to get rid of it. But just take the leap. I even have a friend at school who just said that they cut cable. And they even went so far as like to subscribe. They now have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Video. They already had Netflix and Amazon Video because they have Amazon Prime. Um, but they got Hulu just because she wanted to keep watching her favorite shows. And even then, it's still cheaper, right? So if that's how you need to like ease yourself off, it's still cheaper than cable. And cable's just so expensive. Mm-hmm. So cut cable. Um, you can make a one-time investment in one of the um, streaming devices like a Roku or an Apple TV or a Chromecast. There's a lot of great options out there. So you can definitely cut the cable, save yourself 20 to 70 plus bucks a month. That's a ton of money. I think the only thing that you can't find on things like Netflix or, you know, your Apple TV or whatever, um, are sports, I think. So if you or your spouse likes to watch sports, they still have options for that, like Sling TV, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like 20 bucks a month and you can get a sports package so you can still are able to watch it. But again, that still tends cheaper than cable. Yep. And the other thing that this is legal, so I don't feel bad saying this. If you know somebody who pays for cable, you can say, thank you for being a sucker and paying for cable. (laughs) And if they'll give you their login, then you can download an app. Like we have an Apple TV and I have an ESPN app and I use my family's login because they pay for cable. And that's that's legal. It's not illegal to, to use that. The app can tell how many people are using the app. So it's still limiting it and it has some set amount. It's like five people can be using the app at a time. So as long as not less than five people are using it, you're staying within the bounds of your contract. And then you can have those sporting events without paying the bill or you can split the cable bill with somebody or or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So cut that cable. You know, you can use a lot of coupons before it's going to equal the 70 bucks you're going to save cutting cable. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So number five, if you have one or two children who are in diapers, um, this is something that I've really tried to work on over the years is to find how can I get a good quality diaper for the cheapest amount. And so um, usually I try to find diapers that are under 20 cents a diaper. So again, if you're looking for frugal or cheap diapers, under 20 cents is a good Sale price. For a good diaper. For a good diaper. Um, my favorite non-brand diaper, Target has really good diapers. Their Target, Target Up and Up brand is good. My favorite brand diaper are Huggies. I feel like those are the best quality. And I yeah. know, yeah, I know other people will say other things. So it really just depends on what you prefer. But Huggies seems to work really good for us. And, um, and Kirkland. And Kirkland, yeah. So when they're on sale at places like Costco, um, that helps bring down the price a lot. But the best place I found um, to buy diapers is Amazon Mom. And I think I'm getting it for like 16 or 17 cents a diaper mm-hmm. on there. And that's pretty new. So if you've looked yeah. and it didn't make sense before, um, they've now changed the pricing model 
Yeah, because I looked on Amazon Mom before, like a few years ago when it first started, and they weren't cheaper than what they were in the store. Mm -hmm. And so, but now you can save like 20% or whatever on top of it. And so the diapers are cheaper on there. And you can, and they'll just automatically send you diapers. You can do it every month or every other month, you know, however often you'll need them, which is really nice. And they'll send you an email to remind you like, hey, we're going to send you your diapers. Just make sure you still want them, you know. You're in the right size or whatever. Yeah. And you can change sizes if you need to. Um, but I found that, that that's the cheapest way to get diapers. Mm-hmm. The next one is grow a garden. This one, Alexis loves the idea of growing a garden and we've been able to do pieces of it, right? We've, there's been like community gardens we've tried to access and, and some things we lived with her parents once. So we, you know, use their garden a little bit, but growing a garden is a fun thing to do, but it's also a good way to save money. Produce is really expensive. And so during that growing season, if you're eating most or all of your produce from your garden, you're saving a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it does make sense. Even though we always buy the plants, we don't buy seeds just because seeds are hard. Um, so we buy the pre-grown plants in the spring, and it's still saving you a ton of money versus buying you know, the produce from the store. And it usually tastes better. Like, man, I know Alan doesn't like tomatoes, but a tomato but- from your garden compared to the tomato from the store... Oh, there's such a huge difference. It tastes so much better. And it's a great way to help teach your kids to work too. you know, get them in the garden, help them, you know, get them to use their hands in the dirt and pick weeds. And, and they will love watching the vegetables grow. Like when we did that, when our kids were a little bit older at my parents' house. And so they were watching the zucchini grow and the pumpkins and they were so excited to go pick vegetables with grandpa and, Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fun too, but also there's tons of frugal habits and rewards, but, and takes rewards. So garden's just a good idea. And if you don't have a backyard or a community garden that you have access to, you can do planted, um, pots like on a balcony or on the side of your house or, you know, apartment or whatever. Um, you can do herbs, you can do tomato plants, things that aren't going to grow really big. And so you can still do it. It's not going to be... Um, as much as if you had a big garden, but it's definitely helpful and um, a great way to be organic if you're into that too. Mm-hmm. And finally, don't eat out. I know we just talked about like how to go on cheap dates and <laughs> mentioned other things about eating out and how to do it cheaply, but really the best thing is to not eat out, especially as a family. Um, now, that doesn't mean we never eat out. Sometimes we do. Sometimes you need to because you're traveling right. or, you know, dinner didn't work out and or you're out and about and you need to grab fast food. Yep. You can do that. So the first part of that rule is don't eat out. But when you do, the, the second part of that is when you have to eat out or you want to or whatever, um, learn how to do it really cheaply. Um, we are really good at it. So when we're... Around where we live right now, we usually go to McDonald's because there's not a lot of other stuff around here that we like. And I, not not that we like McDonald's, but at McDonald's you can <laughs> do get have a, a Chick Fil A. You now. can get a twenty piece chicken nugget for like five bucks or something. Yeah, that will feed all four of our kids, and there'll still be a couple left over for me. And so you just can't beat that. So. I think the most important thing to remember is with kids, again, this comes back to saying no to your kids um, when it comes to finances, is never, ever, 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 ever buy the kids' meal. The toy's garbage. 
and it is so expensive. Mm-hmm. They are ripping you off royally when you buy the kids' <laughs> meal, right? You're paying so much extra for so much less food. Don't ever buy the kids' meal. If you are pretending to be frugal, even a little bit, you will never buy a kids' meal again because they're just so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't buy the kids' meal. Just buy um, and share things, right? Like kids never finish their meals anyway. So you can buy one thing of fries to share and a big thing of chicken nuggets to share, like at Chick-fil-A, which is our favorite restaurant to take the family. Oh, so family-friendly. Like, if you are going to go somewhere, go there. They have placemats, and they have play places. They have just, you know, they have containers for if you don't finish your food. Like, they have just thought it through. It's real chicken. It's not, like, processed, Mm -hmm. ground-up chicken. Like Eating their food. You know, like, you can see (laughs) that this is a real piece of chicken. Um, but anyways, you know, our kids will get older eventually, but right now we can split two orders of chicken nuggets and a fry and it'll feed all our kids, you know? And, and so it's just, it always makes sense to, to not buy the kids meal. Always. Mm, And Uh, share. mm -hmm. Share around and you're going to save money. And so, that wraps up all our frugal living tips. We have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, We've been doing it for the seven years we've been married. So, if you have questions, um, specific questions, um, that will be our social media question for today. Is what questions do you have about frugal living? Last time we wanted you to share your tips. This time, share your questions. Is there anything we haven't answered? Um, What kind of questions and, and either ourselves or somebody else in the community can respond and and give you some tips on what what they think is helpful so don't forget to follow us on instagram at p-i-r-l podcast and then you can tweet us and i'm at alexis tanner one and i'm at alan t tanner you can also find us on my blog at learnasweGo.org. or email us at parenting in real life podcast at gmail.com Or you can find us at Patreon at www.patreon.com slash P-I-R-L. Or there's a link in our Instagram profile to also get to that website. If you would like to support us and donate money to um, help keep this podcast going. And hopefully you're already doing this, but please subscribe so that you automatically get our next episodes in your um, podcast feed. And while you're there, give us a rating. We really appreciate those ratings. They help others find us. And as always, a special thanks to our four kids. For being kids.